The following has been brought to you by Sully Sports Bar inside the Tamarack Junction is South Reno's headquarters for locals to watch all your favorite sports. Enjoy your favorite team on our high-def TVs. Bring in your own headphones and listen to your favorite game right from your own seat. First, make your bets in our William Hill Sportsbook, then enjoy your favorite cold beer, libations, burgers, wings, pizza, and our signature Build Your Own Bloody Mary Bar. Sully Sports Bar is the only place to watch your favorite sports all year long. The Tamarack Junction, just north of the Summit Mall on South Virginia. I'm here with Coach Dupree, head coach of the Damani Ranch Mustangs. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about le last year, a little bit about this year, everybody involved. Um, the regional regional champions, what does that mean to have that on your resume and have it on your program overall? Well, first of all, it's, it's a great honor um, for the program, uh, for the community, for the school, um, to have the first regional championship. Um, it took a lot of people in a lot of different places. Um, you know, not just the staff and not just the players, but a lot of people to make this thing happen and, and a lot of belief in our program and uh, what my vision was when I came here as a head coach. And um, it's been a work in progress and for five years. And, uh, you know, I was hoping it happened a little sooner, but um, we were really happy with it and, and uh, very proud of everybody involved. And you started out actually your first year with a regional, playing in a regional championship. Um, and then you get to one last year. You're down, down in half, but you got you just rally the troops and they come back in one of the greatest games ever. Can you kind of break down what that halftime message was? Well, you know, I just told them that we'd had an outstanding year. They'd played really good football. They played really good football against some really good teams. And um, they'd been doing it all year long, and, and we were shooting ourselves in the foot. We were missing some keys on defense, um, which created some big plays for them. And, you know, and Reed was making some big plays in that first half and, and doing some good things. Um, and, you know, offensively, we were moving the ball. We got down in the red zone a couple times and, and, uh, and didn't come away with anything. And, uh, you know, I felt good about some things is just mistakes were killing us and we needed to clean those up but the main message was to just go out and play second half and lay it all out there and make a couple plays and get a couple quick scores and, and it turns things around and and that's exactly what happened you want know, to start with the kickoff return and and then get a, a fumble a fumble recovery and score again and, and uh, momentum changes and momentum's obviously a huge thing in football and um, it went our favor and and the boys capitalized on it absolutely one of the best games ever um now, anybody that knows anything about you knows that you're a quarterback type of guy. You played at Southwest State, uh, and you've coached quarterbacks and offenses everywhere, feels like. Um, what does it mean to have the success from your quarterback this year that Cade's having? Well, you know, Cade's a special special talent, number one. I've had some good quarterbacks. I've had some all-state quarterbacks in the past um, in different places. But, but Cade is, is a level above a lot of people, um, and it's, it's his attitude. It's his work ethic. Um, it's his competitiveness, and it's what he does um, for the team as far as making them better and them, and them rising and, and um, you know, rising to the challenge that, that he wants to have happen. Um, it, it's, it's a lot of fun to coach him. Um, I can do a lot of things. I, the, the playbook is as wide open as it's ever been, and um, you know we're getting to the point where he has started. He has started, um, you know, as a freshman. After his third game, he, he started the rest of the year as a freshman. And last year, he made great strides in leadership. Um, his arm strength really came up, and and this year, going into his junior year, um, his arm strength is even better, and his feel of the game. So uh, it's a lot of fun, you know. And you don't you don't get a lot of Cade McNamara's. You don't get a lot of D1 quarterbacks um, in a coaching career. Um, and uh, you know, it's just it's just a lot of fun to have him around, and and uh, he makes us better. 
Now, a lot of high schools in the area, in the north and in the south, have a lot of years behind them, a lot of tradition. Damani is kind of, we're still relatively new in the long standing of things. Um, so what does it mean to be the coach at Damani Ranch? Well, it's an honor to, an honor to be in this position. It doesn't matter, you know, I believe as a head coach, um, you've got to love where you're at and you've got to try to rally everybody behind you. Again, not just, not just people within a program. Uh, but the school and the community, and um, get everybody excited about it. Somehow find a way to get people excited about your team and about your program. And you've got to you got to get people to buy into the hard work. And, and we work hard, and we we work a lot. We do a lot of things um, in the off season. Um, you know, it's not just about the season, but the off season is where where the good things happen. And then the season is just the payoff for the off season. So we try to promote that, and we try to get everybody involved as much as possible. We have outstanding, outstanding community support. Um, if you look around our field and our and our our signs that we have from our sponsors is amazing. And um, a lot of things that we do wouldn't be possible without that support. So um, you know. It's just something that you've got to trust in and believe in um, as a head coach and um, plow through some things that, you know, you, that people that push back or some, you know, situations, I guess, that push back and gotta plow through it and believe in what we do. Very true. I talk to all these coaches around here and they're like, these seven-on-seven -seven drills are what's getting the kids to college anymore. So those off-season things are very important. Um, now, moving on to the next question, there's a lot of talented teams in Nevada and a lot of these teams, they... They go out of region, they play Pocatellos, they play Lassen Stags. You take a little bit of a different approach. You're playing these top-tier teams in California, and you want to play the best. Can you kind of give us um, an outlook on what your philosophy is on that? Well, I think, you know, that philosophy comes from a couple different things. Is I believe in traveling. I believe in, in traveling to, to distances, um, not necessarily all the time, 13 hours like we did to San Diego last year against Cathedral Catholic. Um, but I think it does a lot of things. It helps team bonding. It helps the boys um, learn how to, how to be out on their own and, and occupy their time when they're on the road. I, help, I believe it helps uh, you know, them grow. I grew up in South Dakota and every time, every other week we traveled six hours to our games. Um, for baseball we traveled all over the nation and I learned a lot about myself and a lot about being a teammate by doing those things. So that's number one is a big belief of mine. The other is is, is playing a top competition because you know the Saints been around a long time. If you want to be the best you got to play the best and, and you got to beat the best and um, you know it, scheduling sometimes is a little difficult um, you know it just so happened at Cathedral Catholic you know, three years ago when they came up here brought their varsity in there, or two years ago, brought their varsity in JV. It worked out. We had a late bye in October, which is real difficult to find find uh, opponents, and, and we made a deal to go down there. And, um, you know, last year when we played them in the first game, we were head-to-head -head with them toe-to-toe -to -toe in, in, the, in the first half, and their depth wore on us, and obviously they were a heck of a football team. You know, they went 15-0 and and, and was in the top 10 in the nation in, in, off, or in, in uh, a program. So... We knew as we went on through the season last year that we competed well with, with Cathedral Catholic. And if we could compete well with a team like Cathedral Catholic, then we could compete with pretty much anybody. So that was our belief that we were, we were trying to go off of, and we did, and it gained a lot of confidence out of it. You know, we play Edison this year. Edison's in the top, um, you know, top 600 in the nation. Um, they're a good football program. They were pretty young last year. They're going to be pretty good this year. They're going to be very athletic. And uh, we go to their place, which is six hours away. So I think all these things that we do or we try to do, we go to Shasta again. Shasta was pretty young last year over to Reading. That's about a four and a half five hour trip. Um, I believe all, doing those things throughout the season just only helps the end of the season because you've been through a lot of different situations. And I think the more situations that you can go through in a program, the more balanced you're going to be, the better off you're going to be, and you're going to be able to handle situations like being down 31-7 at halftime. 
Well, and it doesn't hurt that you guys are, you guys cracked the highest ranking you've ever had on Max Preps now, um, being in the top 500. I think it was, it was either 250 or 350, something like that. 356, I think. 356, yeah. Um, now we're going to move into positions. Your quarterback, I, most places I'm asking who it is. Here, we know who it is. It's going to be Cade. Can you tell us about after an amazing year what he how he even builds on that and then anybody that may be behind him well we're we're always trying to get better with things we do we want to get our completion ratio up higher than what it was um, we want to put the ball in, in, in better spots than what we did last year at times um, as far as making it simpler for the receivers to catch those um, we want to spread it out which we did a pretty good job of last year getting the ball to a lot of different people and we want to continue on with that so it just comes down to, to, to getting finer and finer at the things that we do um, you know mechanic wise um, his ball placement and obviously you know making the reads um, but you know there's always room to grow I mean there's, there's you never stop growing and he's a big film guy so we watch film and and he sees things that I'm seeing, and um, you know we just want to get better and better at that. Absolutely, and we move on to the running back position. Um, you guys had a phenomenal athlete in Cameron Sandoval last year, and then you also had contributions from Hurley and Knobloch. Um, what can we expect this year? Yeah, it's, it's tough to replace a Sandoval. That's that's kind of like you know my first year up here. We had uh, Drew Smith, and it's pretty tough to replace guys like that. And Sandy and, and Drew were very similar in their running styles and things that they could do in open space. Um, Hurley did a good job. We run the ball last year. He's going to run. He's going to run this year. And then Knobloch again. Um, Knobloch has put on about 20 pounds, and, and he's a horse. He is a strong, strong kid, and, and he moves pretty well. Um, you know, Hurley is is a nice, shifty kid. Extremely, extremely football intelligent. It's one of the most extremely the most talented football players that I've ever had. And um, it's a pleasure to have him on the field. He's another coach on the field. So we're excited about those two running the football for sure. And then you did have uh, Riggle last year. But um, somebody that that can't be forgotten about is uh, Drew Jacobs at that receiving core. But you guys, like you said, kind of spread it around. Can you tell us about some guys that are going to contribute on that receiving slash tight end core? Yeah, I think probably one of the biggest sleepers in the north um, and the kids that are around this area, they all know who he is, and he's been a, he's been around through the youth leagues, and he was a sophomore last year. It's Ty Allison. He's going to be a junior, and he's uh, he's six three, pushing six four. He's long. He's got great hands. He runs great routes. Um, he's going to open a lot of eyes, and that's going to take some pressure off of Drew. You know, you, you can't go away from Drew, who's a all-state receiver, and the kid absolutely flies down the field. Doesn't look like he's running, but he's running away from people all the time. Um, you know, over a thousand yards and a lot of touchdowns last year. Um, uh, Ty Polson, who plays corner for us, uh, Michael Nicholas, um, and then Kyle McNamara, who's who's Cade's younger brother, who's a sophomore, has done an outstanding job in the offseason of showing that he can play at this level. So we're really excited about our receiving core, just like we were last year. Um, Richie Garcia, you know, he plays mainly defense, but Richie's got great hands, too. So he's going to play some offense. So we've got a lot of guys, I think, that we're comfortable with that we can throw the ball around to. So we can expect a lot of spreading it around again. Absolutely. That's, that's the base of the offense. We are a balanced offense, and I've gotten a question a lot from a lot of a lot of people, a lot of interviews of, you know, are you going to be primary throwing? And you know, my belief is we're we're a balanced team that takes pressure off the quarterback. We've always been pretty balanced, and and um, we're going to continue with that. And uh, you know, that only opens opens holes up more for Kate to, to complete those long balls and 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 uh, get that that uh, completion percentage up there real high. Well, and it doesn't hurt when you got guys like Hurley and Knobloch running the ball. Absolutely. Um, we moved to the offensive line. You guys graduated four of your five starters last year. So uh, you had Ryan Madol, who who 
you know, you usually see offensive linemen, they could be two, three hundred pounds and big and stocky, but Ryan Madol's just all strength. He's all strength, and um, I want to see, I want to see your opinion on how do you replace those guys and what's going to happen um, this year with your line. So we've got, um, like I said, we got four new guys in there. Um, two of those, two of those guys were on varsity last year. Um, another one was a JV player, and then we had a we had a, a kid come in that's a sophomore that played on, on the freshman last year. So we're young there, um, but we're happy with him. We've been getting a ton of reps, a ton of reps over the summer, um, in the spring, spring football, and um, you know they're understanding what we do. And you know, honestly, in, in our offense, we don't need the big, you know, six two, three hundred pound guys. We've been traditionally have linebacker style side guards and um, you know some some lankier guys on the edges to reach um, but I'm not worried about that whatsoever um, the biggest thing is Kay's not worried about it you know we're, we're not worried about this program we believe that we can coach them up we believe that they're good athletes and they can learn it and um, and they're going to be they're going to be more than feasible for what we do of course it's hard to replace you know four starters but three of those guys were three-year starters you know Covert um, Williams and, and Hyde were three-year starters they were soft started as sophomores and um but they all came a long way, and they're all college-bound football players. And um, it's always hard to replace those kind of guys. But, you know, I've been in situations before where we our average was 5'9 and 195 pounds on the line, 180 pounds on the line, and we were successful. So I'm not worried about that, you know. I kind of like it that people think, oh, the whole line's going to be down and they're going to be bad. Well, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. Well, one thing that we don't expect to be bad um, your defensive line, you guys were stopping the run. You guys were getting in the backfield all year long. It didn't matter who you played, um, whether it be Liberty, whether it be a Reed, or whether it be a Hug. Um, what do you have to say about your defensive line and their abilities last year and this upcoming year, and who's going to be a contributor? Yeah, and, you know, the D-line's kind of the same as the offensive line. We lost three guys, three starters there that um, were phenomenal, Parker and, and Odom and, and uh, Poissaluli. Um, you know, and we were rotating some other guys in there, and it's again, it's hard to replace those guys because they're great athletically, they're big and strong, and they moved well, um, and they played mean football. But um, you know, you always gotta have guys step in, and that's that's you know, that's a sport. You gotta have some guys leaving, and you gotta have guys step in. So we'll be rotating some a few guys in there. We got some yarn guys stepping up that um, we knew we we're gonna be able to play, and probably honestly could have played last year, except for the guys in front of them were just that were just were just studs. So they didn't get a whole lot of playing on varsity, but they were they were practice guys and understood practice, and they're ready to go. So defensively, you know, we place our D line, but we have all of our linebackers back, and we have all of our secondary back. So that's a that's a big deal. And Drew is going to be back at free safety this year. You know, Drew didn't play safety last year because of his shoulder, but he was our starting safety as a sophomore. And Drew covers a lot of ground, and he comes downhill, you know, real, real, real nice. So we're feeling real good about our defense, also. Your guys' program motto is fast and mean, and you guys really show it in your linebacking core. Can you kind of show us or break it down who we have this year to look forward to? Yeah, well, Brooks and Knobloch, they were starters last year. They're obviously back this year, and then Madol's going to play in that inside backer also. That's the three inside guys that go. Madol flies around. He's just a, he's a mean, strong kid. Um, you look at him, he's not very big. Um, you know, he doesn't doesn't pass the eyeball test, but that kid, that kid is a player. Um, then, of course, you got Richie Garcia, who's an all-state linebacker. Linebacker, four-year starter, um, playing coming, playing off the edge, playing on the outside, and then we've got a couple guys that we're going to fill in. Um, ben Garlock played on the outside last year when his older brother Robbie went down uh, with a shoulder injury. Uh, Wyatt Virgil stepped up and he's going to play well in there. So we're feeling good about. Uh, we're pretty deep at linebacker all the way across the board, and then um, you know our corners and safety. Polson's a returner. 
um, as a starter, as a sophomore. Um, Ty Allison, Michael Nicholas is playing over there, and then we got Drew and Carson Pitts, and we got a few guys back playing at safety also. I talked to a few coaches, and they actually were like, don't sleep on Polson. He could be the best corner in the north. You know what? We go to these seven-on-sevens, and you look at Polson. He's, you know, 5'9", um, doesn't look real athletic. And I, I don't like to say that a kid is the best because there's a lot of good players out there, and they are. But I tell you what, Polson plays against 6'3", 6'4", three-star, four-star, five-star dudes, and he shuts them down. And it, he's, he's an amazing talent. He's just he's just got the attitude that he's not going to get beat. And, and um, you know, that he plays a lot bigger than he is for sure, and um, he's pretty talented. Well, and hopefully with Jacobs' shoulder being summed up this offseason, uh, some things are going to go your way in that defensive backfield even more so than last year. But. But um, summing up the whole roster, you're a great coach by all means, but you can't do it alone. Can you kind of tell us about your coaching staff and how they helped you get a regional championship? Well, you know, football, we tell you all the time, football is the ultimate team sport, and that doesn't just mean the players. It's, it's the coaching staff, and I've got a phenomenal coaching staff. We put in a ton of time, um, you know, throughout the spring, throughout the summer. Uh, we go to a lot of coaching clinics over the winter time, so we're, we go year-round, and the guys that are here, um, are great. They're, you know, they've got a good group of a couple of older guys and, and some younger guys that are just fiery. And, and you know what it comes down to? Just loving the sport, loving to be around the boys, loving the game of football for what it does, um, you know, what we believe it does for, for a young man and helping growth for, with a lot of different areas. And, um, you know, when I was named region, uh, the RGJ uh, Coach of the Year this year, which was an absolute amazing honor, especially for all the sports because there's – you know, all these coaches out there, and, you know, first thing I tell my staff is this isn't my honor, this is our honor, this is all about us, this is about you guys doing your part, and, and everybody steps up on my staff, and, and when we see a deficiency somewhere, somebody steps up and does it, and they understand expectations, um, you know, they understand that when you come to this program, and I've gone through a lot of coaches, because it's not for everybody, um, I'm not for everybody, <laughs> and and these guys are awesome to stick with me and, and keep battling, and we have a good time, we, we enjoy what we do. When you said you've, uh, you've been around the coaching ring. Can you kind of, for some people that don't know you, kind of give a little background on what Sean Dupree did from high school all the way till winning a regional championship at Damani Ranch? Sure, well, I was a three-sport guy. I mean, we pushed, we, we pushed multiple sports, um, you know, real, real hard. I believe in what the kids get out of having multiple sports, um, the competition. That's the biggest thing to me is that they're competing year-round. They're doing something to where they're competing. Um, you know, I did that in high school, um, baseball, basketball, football. Absolutely loved it. Um, was a gym guy. Loved being in the gym. Just loved being around athletics. Um, I ended up going to college at Division II school in Minnesota, playing quarterback there. Started as a true freshman. Um, after I was done with that, um, I went to Sweden and I played um, it for a, a year over there in American football. I was actually the offensive coordinator and a quarterback at the same time, and that really, really helped develop me because I was calling plays while I was on the field and trying to run guys in and out and teaching some Sweden a game of football that you know didn't really have a clue about football um, and that was a great great learning experience for me in a lot of different ways um, really helped me mature and grow up into coaching um, when I was done with that I went back to Rapid City South Dakota where I'm from and coached my local high, the high school I graduated from for a couple years 
went to the other side of town, coached there, um, got my degree in teaching, and um, you know, South Dakota, there's just not jobs open. People get a job and they don't leave. So uh, Las Vegas opened up and uh, went down there, was an assistant for a year down there at Centennial High School, and then I got the head job at Bonanza High School for uh, five years, and then this job opened up and looked at it. When I came up here my first year in 2012, um, I had four staff members from Vegas come up here with me. Uh, one of my best friends in the world, George Baker, um, was up here as my D coordinator. He went back two years ago uh, for family reasons. His his uh, in-laws were there, and um, you know it's just a developing thing where we continuously continuously are are evolving with what we do, and um, just love coaching, love doing what we do. Absolutely, and we have two more questions for you. Uh, you play in the Sierra League, uh, Galena is your biggest rival great team um minogue just got a new head coach douglas is always a tough game um that was that one was tough and then carson is uh one of those teams that people soon not forget that they were actually in the regional championship two years ago so uh what do you have to say about playing in the sierra league i think you know it's, it's not just the sierra league i think in the north in the north there's a lot of well-coached programs a lot of a lot of guys that know a lot about football that have been around a long time have done football for a long time and, and every week it's a battle and you respect your opponent you respect what the coaching staff is going to do they make good adjustments and um and you know there's there's a lot of tough kids that are playing so it's very competitive and you never know year to year you know what's going to happen um injuries always have a big factor you know last last year you know carson's quarterback went down that hurt them a lot um you know so things like that happen um but the good programs and the good teams they adjust and they and they excuse me and they they reload and, and they do what they do in their programs and i have a lot of respect for for the coaches up here in the north absolutely and final question every coach wants to take it one game at a time every coach wants to say the next opponent is all they're thinking about but you guys won the regional championship you came within two points of beating liberty um what is your expectation realistically for this year? Expectations are always the same. You know, we want to, again, take a game by game, improve every single game, um, stay healthy, and at the end of the year, find yourself in a position where you're healthy and you're hitting at all cylinders at the right time, you're peaking at the right time, not too early, not too late, and, um, you know, continue to get better week by week, and then, you know, when it gets to that time, um, playoff time, is, is that's when you want to be rolling and you want to be healthy and going. And that's always our goal is to get to that point, to be healthy, learn along the way, take your bumps as you go and, and learn from it. And then, uh, you know, when it gets to playoff time, that's when, it, that's when it all goes. Well, I'd like to thank you for your time. I appreciate it, Coach. No problem. Thank you very much.